This is Soccer News IV, brought to you by Soccerom.com. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to Soccerom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, host of Soccer News IV. We have a lot to get through this week, so let's get started. Our top story. Major League Soccer starts its 11th season, and things have never looked better for the league. Four of the 12 teams play home games in soccer-specific stadiums. Another team, the Chicago Fire, is set to open its new stadium in Bridgeview later this season. The Colorado Rapids are also working on a new soccer-specific stadium. Kansas City is out scouting locations in the suburbs, and the recent deal in New York with Red Bull means a new stadium there by 2008. Even cities who are not yet a part of MLS are working on soccer-specific stadiums, namely Toronto and Philadelphia. Attendance this week was good across the board. L.A. had the largest home crowd of more than 27,000. The Houston Dynamos entertained more than 25,000 fans on its first game ever. That's a lot better than the opening crowds in San Jose for the last two seasons, around 8,000 each of those openers. It's also the franchise's best home opener since 31,000 showed up back in 1996 for the league's very first game. MLS did a good job of scheduling this start of the season. There was the first part of the Brimstone Cup. That's a rematch of last year's championship. The blood feud between New York and D.C. and the battle of last year's bottom dwellers. It was a good rivalry weekend for sure. Now on the field, the play is continuing to get better, and much of the credit for the region's successes of the U.S. national team must go to MLS for developing players here in America. And now you can add another name to that list of American talent playing in America. This week, MLS announced U.S. international John O'Brien will join Chivas USA. O'Brien was on the U.S. national team for the 2002 World Cup. He has spent much of his entire professional career so far in the Netherlands. Most of that was with Ajax Amsterdam. He now joins a much-improved Chivas side, and that's great news for Chivas and MLS, and bad news for all the other teams that will now have to face him on the field. John O'Brien is going to get some more international experience next week. U.S. coach Bruce Arena announced the roster for the April 11th friendly against Jamaica. All of the players on that team, including O'Brien, come from Major League Soccer. Arena said this weekend he has cut the player pool for the 2006 World Cup team down to just 35. This will be the last look many of the MLS players get before Bruce makes his final cut down to 23. Among the players on this week's roster is goalkeeper Tony Miola. Miola, Miola will now earn his 100th international cap next week. That's nearly 18 years after getting his first experience with the U.S. national team, and that is a feat in and of itself. This week's Game Wrap. Well, it was a good weekend of soccer. Let's start at Pizza Hut Park in Frisco, Texas. FC Dallas won the first leg of the Brimstone Cup against the Chicago Fire 3-2. Dallas had to come from behind twice during this game before eventually hitting the game winner. Now, the best news for FC Dallas may be that sub-striker Kenny Cooper headed home that third goal. 
As I told you last week, the Texas Bulls will be counting on Cooper to evolve into a striking partner for Carlos Ruiz if they want to hoist any hardware at the end of this season. The Fire did play well for most of the game. They just simply got confused after a series of those second-hand substitutions that included Cooper, and the Fire allowed Dallas back into the game. The problem is the Fire start the first nine games of this season on the road, and they will definitely want to pick up some points during that span. So letting a three-point win or at least a one-point tie slip away has got to leave a little bit of a bitter taste in their mouth. Kansas City was dominant over the Columbus Crew Saturday. It was a scrappy, messy game at times, and the Wizards put away two goals early, and then were pretty content just to counterattack the rest of the way. One of those counterattack goals in the second half led to the first goal for striker Eddie Johnson in a Wizards uniform. The crew went into halftime down two goals to one on the road against Bob Gansler's Wizards, and nobody wants to be in that position because so few are able to claw back. So the crew went home, losing 3-1. to one. The Galaxy were beaten 1-0 at home in a rematch of last year's MLS Cup. New England took a lead in the 33rd minute thanks to Clint Dempsey. Losing at home to New England is no reason to panic, especially this early in the season. But let's look at the big picture here. L.A. stands to lose several players for a month or so during this summer's World Cup, and the Western Conference is likely to be much tougher than it was last year, thanks in part to an improved Chivas USA. So L.A. really needs to get three points at home this next weekend, or they could find themselves at the bottom of the charts looking up. D.C. and New York battled to a 2-2 draw in RFK Stadium on Sunday. There were a couple of very classy goals. One was a sweet direct kick by Yuri Jorkaev of the Red Bulls in the first half. The other was a nice volley in the second half by D.C.'s Aleko Eskadarian. Now, both teams need those two players in particular to have a better year than they did in 2005, and this was a good start. On the downside, Red Bull blew a two-goal lead on the road. New York coach Mo Johnson said during the match, quote, I don't like losing games, end quote. <laughs> Admittedly, that's not the deepest thought that's ever come out of a coach's mouth on live TV, and somehow I don't think he liked tying this game either. Chivas is doing its best to win the most improved award. After finishing dead last in 2005, the Goats went in search of talent in the offseason. They found it in Ante Razov. The former Chicago Fire hit two goals on the day. Chivas also had a beautiful goal from Juan Pablo Garcia to make it a 3-0 final. On the upside for Real, it could have been worse. Newkeeper Scott Garlick had a couple of very classy saves early on. If not for him, this might have been 4 or 5 nothing by halftime. And perhaps the highlight for MLS was the clinic the Dynamos put on in Houston. After all the offseason controversies about names and logos, Brian Ching put the focus back where it belongs, on the field. He hit home four of the five goals for the transplanted Texans. The good news for Colorado was if Ching hadn't been on the field, the Rapids would have won 2-1. to one. The downside is they played like Ching wasn't on the field. Even after the Hawaiian completed his hat trick, the Rapid defenders stubbornly refused to mark Ching on a corner kick. Thus his fourth goal. 
So the lesson for all the other teams in MLS is Brian Ching is not like a school bully. If, if you ignore him, he's not just going to go away. Now it's time for the schedule. All the matches this week are on Saturday. The first between Chivas and D.C. United starts at 4 Eastern. It'll be shown live on ESPN. For the rest of the games, you'll have to pick and choose on the direct kick pay-per-view package. The Revs meet the Bulls starting at 7.30. Brazilian and New York Cosmos star Pelé will be at the game's opening ceremonies. At 8.30, the Wizards head to the Texas coast for the first time and try to become the very first team to stop Brian Ching from scoring four goals in Houston. Also at 8.30, Real heads to Frisco. Dallas will try to go 2-0 for the first time ever in the deep dish. The Columbus crew continue their road trip in Colorado. The game kicks off at Mile High at 9 Eastern. And L.A. hosts the Chicago Fire at the Home Depot Center at 9.30. Both teams are already in need of some points. L.A. needs to fix things at home, while Chicago needs to get something out of their nine-game road trip. Then on Tuesday, it's the U.S. against Jamaica in an international friendly. The game will be shown on the deuce starting at 7.30 Eastern. Well, that's it for this week. I'll be back next Thursday so you can stay up to date. I need to say thanks to SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.